0: Hello, heathens, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with your hosts, Godless Engineer and Caitlin. Now, let's get into the Bible. All right. Welcome to the podcast today, people. I uh, hope you enjoyed our little bit of a cold open there. Uh, If you did enjoy it, leave a like or heart what, whatever whatever it might be. Hey, here's the star of the show, K C.
1: Hi y'all, how you doing?
0: Yeah, I guess I guess this is the point where I just sort of sit back and I just let you do whatever, right? And
1: well, I mean, I have all of the intelligent things to say.
0: I'm just a dumb motherfucker over here.
1: <laughs> you just you make the jokes. I'm um, not I'm not funny. See, I'm I'm the brains and the beauty and you're the humor.
0: Hey, let's talk about chopping off our foreskin.
1: Uh, By our, you mean your, I don't have foreskin.
0: I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) But we're talking about it in the book today.
1: We are talking about it in the book today. So last week, let's recap real quick. We talked about Abram uh, being called by God to go on a journey because he's, he's promised God's promised land, right? He's promised the Canaanites land Um he goes on this journey, goes to Egypt, Sarai gets taken by the Pharaoh, um, Abram and Lot decide to separate um, and populate different areas, and uh, we talked about the defeat of the kings, and so we, we talked about a lot of stuff. This, we, well, that was that was Tuesday.
0: Yes. Yes, yes it was.
1: Okay, so today we're going to pick up with Genesis chapter 15 and we're going to talk about God's covenant with Abraham or Abram. Sorry. We're getting there pretty soon. The Abraham thing is not going to be an issue after today, no more problems. We'll be Abraham and Sarah like normal fucking people. Okay. All right.
0: So what happens to Abram now?
1: Okay, well so um there is a passage of time between the the last time we the last time we talked um at the end of Genesis uh chapter 14 um the king of Salem blesses Abraham and Abraham gives him a tenth of everything. So several years pass, um and Abram is still is starting to be concerned about not having an heir. Um so God reassures him that he himself will have children who will in turn multiply exceedingly but Abraham wants a sign.
0: I, I can just imagine God Talking to Abram, like like modern times, he's talking to Abram. It's like, yo, Abram, your kid's going to fuck a lot there, boy. <laughs> it, they going to throw down the D.
1: <laughs> um, a Partially cut off D.
0: Oh, yeah. By the way, easy D, best NWA rapper.
1: Yeah. So Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 through 3. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Which is interesting, remember last last time we talked about how does God speak to Abraham, or fuck me, how does God speak to Abram? Well, so in this particular instance, he came to him in a vision and said, do not be afraid, Abram, I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said...
0: I, I just feel like it's a Zelda game, and it's like, Abram, this is your shield use it to deflect the enemies (laughs) from zelda
1: well i mean he's yeah maybe i don't know
0: (laughs) he got the kokery sword (laughs) and now he's gonna go anyways good
1: we can put this on the gaming channel uh no oh okay go ahead okay but Abram said, O oh, sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless and the one who will inherit my estate is Eliza of Damascus? And Abram said, You have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. So, uh,
0: uh, uh, Eliza? Um,
1: well, that looks—that sounds like a
0: fucked up way so to say Eliza, like, like Elizabeth, and then, I don't know, Isaiah. What's clear
1: it's clearly not Elizabeth because women don't matter and can't own property (laughs) they themselves are property
0: maybe his parents possibly Abram's dad and some other broad maybe they were like oh it could be a boy or a girl we can't tell the dick's so small in this one
1: I I don't think that was it and it was it was a boy it's a boy Um, it's E-L-I-E-Z-E-R um, is the name? So okay. if I say if I if I say the name's wrong, I I really don't give a fuck. The,
0: <laughs> the, Eli- <laughs> the Eliza, the Elizer just sounds so southern. Like there's Eliza over there, but he licks corners and shit.
1: Well, he's from Damascus. Um. So I guess my question is: He says you have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. So why wouldn't his heir be another family member like a brother or a nephew or or something like that why would his heir not be a person in his family
0: well if you want to think about it they're all part of the same family i mean aren't they they all come from
1: no abram
0: not- or, or not abram sorry noah
1: well in theory according to the bible yeah
0: that's a theory a bible <laughs> theory
1: but i mean <laughs> but i mean these well.
0: Well, what, I, what, I, what i'm just saying is is that it, yeah it's a servant but it doesn't seem to indicate what kind of relationship other than servant boy
1: well that's true and I, I i don't really know how they that he would have picked this specific servant boy in his house to be his heir.
0: You know, I wonder if these are uh, descendants of Ham, because you know uh, Noah said that uh, Ham's would descendants would be servants to the other two's kids, mm-hmm. and
1: and Abram is Shem's son. Right. Mm-hmm. So
0: I wonder if that's uh, Ham's kid. Think. Maybe. Bible theory. Bible theory. <laughs>
1: So, anyway, God promises Abram children. Uh, then the Word of the Lord came to him: This man will not be your heir, but a son coming from your sorry, I had to switch pages. own body will be your heir. He took him outside and said, "Look up at the heavens and count the stars if needed, you can count them." Then he said to him, "So shall your offspring be."
0: I'll just say that sounds like a punishment. It's like shut the fuck up, Abram. Go count the stars for something. I don't know. <laughs>
1: well, I think his point is. I, I think what what God is trying to tell Abram is stop worrying. You will have heirs, and they will be as a, as many as the stars in the sky.
0: Um. Okay. So, uh, just a quick count of the stars in the sky. There's a fuck ton.
1: And so shall his offspring be.
0: Yeah, but there, there are way more stars that we can see from here on Earth than there are people on Earth right now.
1: Well, that's true, but that's like real fact. These are alternative facts.
0: <laughs> Bible facts.
1: Bible facts. These are Bible facts. So as far as we're concerned, Abram will have as many children as stars in the sky.
0: What ifs? Okay.
1: So Abram believed the Lord and credited to him as righteousness. Mm, Okay. Whatever. So in Genesis 15 verses seven and eight, Abram asked God for a sign, even though it says right before Abram believed him, he, Abram also uh, asked for a sign. So God said to Abram, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur. I mean, (laughs) <laughs> should sim- does it, does this it, should be this should be the simplest word. You want to know uh, how it's spelled? Uh, you are. How do oh, you God fucking damn. say that? How do you say that? Er, well, cr- your,
0: Christian. Er, Christian. Yeah, Christians would be the one to know how to exactly say that because they use it somewhat fucking much, but. Like, I, I just, I just, the way that you said it at first sounded like some kind of preppy high school girl that, that was like making fun of somebody for being stupid is like, like, er. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I helped you come out of er,
0: <laughs> dumb motherfucker.
1: Well, I'm super glad I sound bitchy to you. Uh, that's great. Thanks, John. <laughs> so, a- anyway, he, he brought him out of, <laughs> to give to give you this land to take possession of it but Abram said oh sovereign lord how can I know that I will gain possession of it and this is interesting because he came back to Bethel right and from when he went to Egypt so he, he kind of lost his faith a bit when he went to Egypt came back to Bethel regained his faith is the story so he it seems like he's kind of losing it a bit again, don't you think?
0: Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, you know, faith is a shaky thing in the first place. I mean, when you get a God that's not willing to actually reveal Himself to you and pretty much speaks in uh, in in tongues. Um, no, <laughs> the I Holy Spirit. was. Spirit. I was gonna. I was gonna say like uh, when you take visions. shrooms. Yeah, like shroom kind of vision <laughs> kind of things. I mean. It's easy to like lose faith, like maybe I, maybe it was just those shrooms I ate getting out of that donkey shit. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Well that's where mushrooms grow. I mean the ones that make y'all loopy and what I mean, those grow out of piles of shit. Okay. The more you know or was it uh is it the more what's the NBC thing? The more you know?
1: That's the more you know is PBS.
0: Oh, okay the star thing
1: yeah the star thing with the yes pbs it's like a shooting star with all the colors on the back yeah. da, da,
0: da, something
1: i don't I'm, know P- pbs so anyway the lord says to abram bring me you ready we're preparing for the covenant now all right this is some important shit take notes you ready
0: my dick is in hand
1: what Put that, put that <laughs> away. You're not going to need it. Would you like to borrow my Jesus pin? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so the Lord said, bring me a heifer, a goat, and a ram, each three years old, along with a dove and a young pigeon.
0: Huh. All right, Lord. What else on your random grocery list from fucking nowhere? <laughs>
1: but like they have to be 3 because if they're younger than 3, the meat's just not going to taste can... right. Oh, I was going to
0: say you can't fuck it.
1: And if anyway. it... Okay, and if they're older than 3, um they're just not tender enough.
0: Okay. This is what Old Scratch was talking about right here.
1: This is exactly what Old Scratch was talking about. <laughs>
0: stifle my vulgarity continue
1: okay Abram brought all of these things to him cut them in two and arranged the halves opposite each other the birds however he did not cut in half
0: well of course he didn't cut them in half he cuts them in half and what do you got left I mean they're they're, it's not exactly like they're pteranodons or something and you got (laughs) like substantial halves there (laughs) <laughs> but
1: uh, so uh, i guess well let's finish okay so let's finish verse 11 and then and then we'll get into this then the then birds of prey came down on the carcasses but abram drove them away okay so this is the preparation for the covenant with god so this is this is a ceremony essentially right where we're doing he's prepping for a ceremony
0: when when is there not a ceremony in in this fucking book
1: well i mean Abram is really big with the building an altar to God and sacrificing things to God. He's really big. He does that through his whole entire life. And we've seen several instances of it already here in Genesis. Um, so he is very ceremonial. Um, but I guess he cut them in two and arranged the halves opposite each other.
0: Oh, It sounds perfectly normal if you're Dexter. Go ahead.
1: So as the sun was setting, Abram fell into a deep sleep, and a thick and dreadful darkness came over him. Then the Lord said to him, Know for certain that your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and they will be enslaved and mistreated four hundred years. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, and afterward they will come out with great possessions. You, however, will go to your fathers in peace and be buried at a good old age. In the fourth generation, your descendants will come back here for the sin of the Amorites has not yet reached its full measure.
0: So he's basically predicting Moses.
1: Yes, yes. This is the prediction of the enslavement of Jews in Egypt.
0: Oh, do you mean the one that never happened? Yes. Okay. It's a lot like the Bowling Green Massacre.
1: A lot like the Bowling Green Massacre, except it's a prediction hundreds of years in advance.
0: Hashtag never remember.
1: So at this point, God is predicting the enslavement of the Jewish people. Okay. So when the sun had set and the darkness had fallen, a smoking fire pot with a blazing torch appeared and passed between the pieces. Now the pieces are the pieces of the carcasses that Abram cut in half and arranged opposite each other. Um. And this was this was the sign. This was Abram's sign. This was the covenant and it just this fucking torch with fire appeared. And a smoking pot. Whoa. Maybe he was smoking pot. Of course what? smoking pot doesn't make you see shit.
0: No no no. Smoking pot just would make you eat those animals on the ground after you cook them
1: okay i'm really glad you added the after you cooked them well
0: yeah i mean uh, if you get if you get high you don't go into the fridge and it's like i'm just gonna eat all this raw steak that's in here no you're gonna be like i gotta cook this why won't this steak cook faster like i mean you might cut some corners but i mean you'll still you'll 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 make it to where you can eat it at least
1: well it depends on what you get high on if you eat in bath salts you don't give a (laughs) fuck.
0: <laughs> True. Basalt. <Bass> <laughs> You'd be running around <laughs> naked chewing on raw meat. Chewing on somebody's <laughs>
1: leg. Raw meat, my ass. She just walk up to a person and start fucking chewing on 'em. But but so so flame, a
0: flaming thing or whatever came in between the halves. Is that a what it smoking
1: is? fire pot with a blazing torch what? appeared and passed between the pieces. On that day the Lord made a covenant with Abram and said, You ready?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: To your descendants, I give this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the Euphrates. The land of a whole bunch of shit that I cannot pronounce. But you want me to try?
0: <laughs> uh, you, you, you don't have to try. <laughs> I want to try. It's funny. Okay.
1: Kenites, Kenizzites Kadmonites, Hittite hit. Oh, sorry, Hittites, parasites. Rephates, Amorites, or Rephaites, Amorites, Canaanites, Gergeshites, and Jebusites. I know you'd love that last one. The whole the whole purpose of reading that entire list of lands is so I could say Jebasites.
0: <laughs> Hashtag Jebusites. <laughs>
1: It sounds like just a whole bunch of different types of
0: termites that are come gonna come in and just feed on whatever fucking wood they have.
1: Well, maybe I I don't I don't think so. So these are. Can you imagine
0: the 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 Jebus termites?
1: Well, I wonder what the Jebusites were like. The, I mean, they're people. They're I mean, these are peoples. I guess. Well, so here's what they are. Like we know the Canaanites are the sons of Canaan, so that's what they are. These are just the first part. the The first part of the word is the name of the. Father of these peoples. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: All right. So God said, Hey, you're going to, you're, you're, all of this shit is yours. All this land.
1: Yes. All the land. And, and he had apparently had to kill three year old animals in order for this to happen. I'm not really sure why. I, I have never understood blood sacrifice. And this is even beyond blood sacrifice because this is like chopping shit in half and arranging pieces of animal carcasses in formations and this is weird shit
0: well now i'm not i'm not one for woo woo okay (laughs) and numerology is very much woo woo okay Uh, i don't know if you know what numerology is Mm -hmm. you do okay for those of you that don't know out there uh numerology is basically finding some kind of meaning in numbers but this isn't exactly numerology it's just kind of similar to it they're literary devices and three is a very big literary device in the Bible.
1: Well like seven. Seven is a huge
0: Well, seven and multiples of seven as well. Mm-hmm. Uh when they go to calculate when Jesus was supposed to, you know, uh be born and everything like that, they put a heavy emphasis on like fourteen like the number fourteen. And, yeah. and stuff so i mean there there's a lot of numbers in the bible that they use as literary devices in order to i, I guess just tell a good story because i mean that's exactly what this is um with the, it's not
1: even a good story it's just a story
0: yeah well i mean like with with him predicting moses and being all that he also predicts um He also predicts Jesus like it works on multiple levels in the Bible and it's all about telling a good story. And I mean, as a story, I mean, it's not a good story, but at least it is somewhat well put together with literary devices and all these other little tricks Mm -hmm. that you see in other, in other literary works. So, I mean, it's good in in mechanically, I guess it's good, but um, I would, the story shit in general
1: Um, Well, yeah. So here's my next question about this. So the prediction of slavery happens in Genesis 15, uh, verse 12 through 16. That's where the prediction of slavery happens. So my question is, why can't God prevent Abram's fucking descendants from suffering through slavery? Why? Okay, so you make a covenant with a man who has been godly, right? Who's been faithful to you, you make a covenant with him and say, "You will have heirs, and I will give you this land. This is my land. I promise to you." But um, just, just, just so you know, you're going to get this land and all. But your sons and their sons and their sons and their sons uh, also the your all the daughters too they're they're just going to ha- be different kinds of slaves um they're all going to be slaves for 400 fucking years why that's so dumb like i don't even understand this at all well uh it,
0: it, from from a realistic i guess uh, quote unquote realistic or maybe a a literary analysis kind of view I would say that they have to go through slavery because it's just like another uh, test of God. Like, like, cause you know, Abram, Abram already fucked up once, right? He right. he went to Egypt and and he was like, I don't, uh, God, you're a bit shady as a, as a motherfucker. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not gonna trust you. I'm not. I'm not her husband at this point. I'm I'm just her brother, which is is only partially, you know, it's still truthful. I'm still a brother. But, you know, Um, so, I mean, basically, he's already made God cry once. And (laughs) uh, this is this is just would be another way, you know, to 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 test them. It's like, oh, your descendants are going to be fucking slaves. Yeah. If you if you believe me the entire time, then I'll let you come out. I mean, it's a it's a very big corner to put Abram in and, and Abram's descendants. Uh, if you, it, I would say this makes God very petty at this point.
1: So you think it's like God being vengeful? It doesn't necessarily seem like it doesn't necessarily the way. Okay.
0: No, I don't think it's vengeful. I think that that it's it's another way for God to test His faith and to test the faith of His descendants. Like, okay, well, hey, that
1: makes sense because it, it is. It doesn't really come across as vengeful when He's saying it. He's like. Know for certain that this is going to happen and and it's like I'm not gonna it, do anything to prevent it, this. It's basically so. prepare
0: your anus at this point.
1: Well he's gonna be dead because he says, Not you. Not you, you're gonna be good, you're gonna die. That's what he tells him. He's like I mean, it is. He says, you, however, will go to your fathers in peace and be buried at an old age. So Abram's never going to be a slave.
0: Well, no, true. Uh, He's telling the Jews in general Mm -hmm. to prepare your anus because you're going to get fucked for 400 years. Yeah. And you're doing this because my entertainment and I have to test your faith.
1: Oh, okay. Or at least that's
0: what I take from it. If you know better, let me know in the comments. But it just seems to me like he's just being an asshole at this point and being like, well look, this is going to happen. Ah, uh, you know, I really wish I could do something about this, but I got to file all these different forms in order <laughs> to change the plan <laughs> and you know, and they got to be signed in triplicate by these other fucks over here. There's just a lot of red tape. I don't have time to go through that.
1: It would take me 500 years to fix it.
0: Yeah, you're better
1: off just sticking it out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> by the time I get by, t- by the time I get the paperwork filed, it'll be over. Don't worry about it um so that's it that's the covenant that's the covenant that's abram and god's covenant and uh only a few animals had to die no people this time for a covenant so that's good so would you like to move move on to uh abram's first son <gasps>
0: He has a son.
1: He has a son. Oh
0: shit! <laughs>
1: and his name is Ishmael.
0: Ah, Ishmael, mm-hmm. the great. Call me Ishmael.
1: Yes. So ten years passed. Now this in in Bib- in the biblical time. Now we're we're gonna move from Genesis chapter fifteen to Genesis chapter sixteen.
0: I think I think that we should for now for for the rest of this series we should definitely just refer to it as Bibble time.
1: Bible time. Why is that Bibble. what I said?
0: No, that's what I was thinking when you said Bible. Oh. bible time and in bible time.
1: <laughs> so we're gonna move from Genesis chapter fifteen to sixteen, right? All and right. From from the covenant to this time is about ten years or so. Okay. So Sarai, Abram's wife, had bore him borne him no children. Um she had an Egyptian maid servant named Hagar.
0: Oh, sounds like a whore.
1: Well, no, she was ahead. she was a, ma- a maid servant. So she said to Abram, the Lord has kept me from having children and Sarai doesn't have faith that she's going to have children. So of course I don't think that God has spoken to her, just Abram. Um of course why would you speak to a woman other than tell her to make you a sandwich? Um or do
0: the dishes. <laughs>
1: Right. Or scream, get back in the kitchen. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Her eyes just rolled seven ways from Sunday.
1: (laughs) So Sarai says to Abram, the Lord has kept me from having children. Go sleep with my maidservant. Perhaps I can build a family through her. And Abram agreed
0: why would he disagree why would he disagree with that i could just i just see abram cuz i mean he's a big patriarch guy right right men men are head of the family and whatnot. and you got you got sarai over there that's like hey 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 i see you have been eyeing eyeing that sweet little hagar i don't know why your parents named her fucking hagar but you know Anyway, you can put a bag over her head, but you know, just go fuck her and have kids, and the kid will be mine. It'll be surrogate kind of thing,
1: right? I mean, that's what it seems like because she says, "Perhaps I can build a family through her." So it seems like she wants to use her as a, a surrogate mom, pretty much, even though even though the ch- the children would not be Sarah's or Sarah's.
0: All right, but you know, Sarah, I, she can't get pissed later on.
1: Okay. Well, so Abram takes Hagar as a wife. um he'd been living in Canaan for ten years. uh Sarai, his wife, took her Egyptian maid servant Hagar and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar and she conceived How
0: surreal would that be <laughs> like like your 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 wife comes to you, and she's like, "Here you go, here's my servant." Walker, <laughs> you're just like what <laughs> what when, when when the fuck did 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 this happen <laughs>
1: well it wasn't it wasn't for fun it was so that they could have a family oh
0: trust me yeah abram had fun with it <laughs> i mean it's like hey hagar i'm gonna call you sarai but you know you just pretend okay
1: well sarai at this point is like 90 years old
0: yeah she dusty she <laughs> Hagar probably like twenty three.
1: Well, so this this here it's interesting because um, Christians are really super big into monogamy, which a lot of people are. There's nothing wrong with being monogamous, um, but here uh, Abram has two wives. So polygamy totally no, 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 no. cool in the Bible.
0: Not two wives. Yes, he he didn't take her as
1: a wife. Yes, he did. I just dude, I just fucking read this Genesis sixteen four right. a. Say it. gave her to her husband to be his wife he slept with hagar and she conceived
0: okay well i, I guess i guess uh I... I mean
1: wife may be used loosely
0: well i mean i i guess in my head it it seemed more like a concubine kind of situation but that, that may come later either i mean either way could be...
1: they're they're not monogamous well no
0: true but but also i would I would caution about this because um which I know I know a lot of atheists out there like to use this as well as other things as like evidence that there's no that they're you know Christians shouldn't be all monogamous because their Bible's like this, but um basically that there's negative consequences that come from the conception of Ishmael. Um, and it's, it's just another, like, it's another stumbling block for Abram.
1: Okay. I get what you're saying. It's like this, these are the kind of problems when you got two bitches.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is a don't juggle bitches kind of lesson (laughs) at this point.
1: Well, we're actually going to get into it right here. So you ready? When she knew she was pregnant and, and this is, this is. Um, from Sarai's point of view now. When, when Sarai knew that Hagar was pregnant, she besca- began to despise her mistress. Then Sarai said to Abram, You are responsible for the wrong I am suffering. I put my servant in your arms, and now that she knows she is pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me.
0: Holy fuck, what? No, no, oh, no, yeah, no. She's pissed
1: now. Sarah is pissed Hold- now.
0: No, it is not like Abram came to her and was like, listen, I need I need to put my dick in Hagar because I mean you're barren as fuck. And maybe <laughs> I can have a kid with her. So you need to let me do that. It's not like he came to her like that. No. Sarai came to him and was like, Hey, I got some sweet pussy for you here. She <laughs> she's got she's got an oven that the the pilot light's not out. So
1: So Abram says to Sarah or Sarai Your servant is in your hands. Do with her whatever you think is best. Then Sarai mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. Here's what I wrote with my Jesus pen. Bitch, this was your idea. (laughs) This was Sarai's idea. She brought the servant to Abram and said, I can build my family through her. If you were not prepared for another woman to have your husband's children, then you shouldn't have brought her her to him.
0: Right. Well, um now this uh, the the this is a little bit extended from what I'm about to say, but have you noticed that it is that it is once again the woman that causes the man to stumble from God?
1: Of course, because women are evil.
0: Well, they the women just cause, you know, men to to stumble from God. And you know, this is this is not just me being all atheist, godless engineer kind of person. No. This is legit shit that is taught yes. in, in churches that mm-hmm. women are the cause of men stumbling, stumbling from God. That's why you have some preachers and whatnot that are out there that are, that, that put an emphasis on how like women dress mm-hmm. and women causing uh, uh, lustful thoughts in men's mm-hmm. heads and everything. That's why they put all the blame
1: on women. And this is not just in Christianity this is also in judaism this is also in islam this is big in islam and you see this now part of sharia law has to do with how women dress and they have to dress that way because if they don't they will have they will cause the men to have lustful thoughts and it's the woman's fault it's not the man's fault and that's i mean and and that has become a societal thing like even now it, I mean, forget religion, put religion aside for, for a moment. You just look at, um, school's dress codes, right? Okay. So girls have extremely strict dress codes in schools. And if they wear something that is really not inappropriate for what any, what normal person would think, the school will give the girl some, some other shit to put over her clothes because she is distracting the boys. Come on. If a guy is incapable of doing his schoolwork without, I mean, it's, that's, it is not a woman's responsibility to make sure that a man can handle his thoughts. Like, that's fucked up. And it comes from here. It mm. comes from this book right the fuck here. It comes from Genesis.
0: Well, yes, uh well, Genesis, but uh, I mean just the pure fact that both times that that men have stumbled from from stumbled from God, mm-hmm. it, it's been because of a woman. Mm-hmm. The Eve gave made Adam or not made Adam, but but convinced, convinced Adam him, yeah. to eat the apple or mm-hmm. eat the fruit. And then now Sarai gave the the sweet sweet pussy to uh uh <laughs> Abram. You know, so
1: women are women are evil. So, at the end of that last verse I read, "Sarah mistreated her, so she fled. So, an angel comes to Hagar, right? Hagar, 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 what are we saying here?
0: Hey, uh, I don't know, but it sounds like uh, Jimmy Hagar is what I always think of.
1: Okay. Well, so, the angel of the Lord found her near a spring in the desert. It was the spring that is beside the road to Shur. Apparently that's important. I don't fucking know why.
0: Sure, it is. Uh-huh.
1: Like, <laughs> do you just
0: imagine like how they come up with these names? It's like, what's this place?
1: <laughs> oh, that's
0: perfect. <laughs> 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 what, uh, what do you think about calling this place? Sure. Sure.
1: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say anything. But that is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from, and where are you going?" I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai, she answered. Then the angel told her, of the Lord, told her, go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will so increase your descendants that they will be too numerous to count.
0: Oh, shit. So not only do we have the quadradragontillion of descendants from Abram.
1: quadragintillion,
0: Whatever. it's dragon shit it's dragon numbers um so you got that many that are going to be from abram and then now we also have the 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 ishmael ones that are just going to be so numerous also i would love to point out how right now it seems like one of those dominatrix porns where it's got the woman that's that's like hard ass and she's making the younger girl like suck her husband's dick Am I the only one that's that's seen that kind of let's okay, go ahead.
1: So anyway, uh Hagar has to go back to Sarai, and and I think it's interesting because Sarai abuses Hagar and God's telling her to go back. Well, the angel of the Lord is telling her to go back, and she's pregnant. I don't understand this, but okay. The angel of the Lord also said to her, You are now with child and you will have a son. You will name him Ishmael. And Ishmael, if you don't know, means God hears. Okay? <laughs> <That's like laughs> I, I can
0: just see her going back to Sarah and being like, his name's going to be Ishmael, bitch. Well,
1: so here's what he says. <laughs> you will name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your misery. So that's why. Because the Lord has <sighs> heard of her suffering.
0: I, I can just say I, Sarah is going to hell, or the Jewish hell.
1: You ready for this next part? Mm-hmm. This is about Ishmael. He will be a wild donkey of a man. His face. I wish y'all could see his face. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. And he will live in hostility toward all his brothers.
0: Oh, shit. Sounds like a troublemaker there.
1: So here's the deal this seems like a really shitty thing for God to do. And I don't know if God is punishing. Well, God shouldn't be punishing. The punishment seems to be on the wrong person. This is Sarai's fault. Sarah didn't have faith that God was going to give she and Abram children. So she offers up Hagar. Hagar sleeps with Abram, has Ishmael, and Ishmael is cursed with hostility for his entire life. He hates everybody and everybody hates him. What the fuck is that up? What, What is up with that?
0: Well, I wonder if he did that because she ran away.
1: But she ran away because she was abused.
0: Well, right, and and then God was like, "Dumb bitch, you go back, get abused."
1: <laughs> well, so so here's here's the because, continuation because
0: God loves us all,
1: of course. So here's the continuation of it. Hagar, she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her: "You are the God who sees me." For she said, "I have now seen the one who sees me." That is why the well was called beer lahai roy it is still there between kadesh and bered so um <laughs> beer lahai roy means roy. the well of the living one who sees me
0: do, do, do you imagine some hick <laughs> standing next to a well and his name's roy
1: this is Ba lahai right beer, here <laughs> beer beer lahai roy Beer? Oh. Beer
0: Beer <laughs> This hair <is> Budweiser whale. <laughs> I would love for you to come and sample our finest bears.
1: So I don't know. That seems like a really weird thing to do, but fine. End of the story. Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram gave the name Ishmael to the son she had born. Abram was eighty six years old when Hagar bore him Ishmael.
0: Well, at least he at least his pilot lot's still lit, apparently
1: his stuff always worked, the problem was Sarai
0: oh yeah her hers was out,
1: okay, so continuing on with the story. the Genesis record goes silent from now over the next several years, about thirteen years after Ishmael's birth. We don't know what happens for the next thirteen years,
0: okay, so we're effectively twenty three years out from this this uh covenant that uh yes. God had with Abram, yes. Where he killed three-year-old animals.
1: Yes. We're, t- we're 23 years out from that. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> so this is the start of Genesis chapter 17. Okay. God, conver- God confirms his covenant with Abram. When Abram is 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will confirm my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. Um Abram fell face down and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be Abraham. And Abraham Abram, first of all, let's talk about Abram. Abram means exalted father. Abraham means father of many. Okay, so that's why he changed his name to Abram, because Abraham, because he will be the father of many nations. Um, I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me, you and your descendants after you for the generations to come to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. So these are God's people. He says, this is my covenant. You are my people.
0: So do you think that like maybe God had like several people that he, that he had kill, like three-year-old animals, and it's just like, oh, Abram A- A- Abram won out. He's the one that stuck with it over the 23 years. No, I don't think It's so. like, nah, it's, uh, that would be an awesome like reality TV show. It's like, oh, <laughs> today on God Fucks With Humanity once again.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's what happened. Abram, you won the grand prize. <laughs> A shit ton of kids and... Land. Land, land. So there you go. So in Genesis uh, chapter seventeen, verse eight, um, God renews His promise to Abra- Abraham for the land, the whole land of Canaan, where you are now an alien. I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their God. So He renews the, the covenant for the land. Now here's where we get. Here's where we get to the next covenant. Are you ready for the next covenant that God makes with Abram, Abraham? Holy
0: fuck. What's with the covenants? Like, why can't he just be like, all right, bro, we're cool. Like,
1: why I, I don't he, know. Why can't he Ceremonial do Ceremonial shit, you know, I don't know. But anyways, Genesis chapter 17, verse 9 starts the new covenant. Then God said to Abram, as for you... You must keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you, for the generations to come. This is my covenant with you and your descendants after you, the covenant you are to keep. He's very redundant.
0: Much, much like Christians now. Ooh. Continue.
1: Every male among you shall be circumcised.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! Things escalated quickly here. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so very, very. Quickly. So, so it goes. It goes from uh, rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> to killing uh, small animals. Well, uh, a
1: ram's a pretty big fucking animal. I mean,
0: they're three. Well, I mean, they're three three year old animals. Well, that's I'm true, so They're, they're not that big. You're right. They're kind of small. Uh, small animals. Uh, it seems like he's preparing Abram to be a psychopath. Just saying here. Uh-huh um if abram was a little bit younger but but now it's, it's escalated to hey i want you to cut off the foreskin off your dick and how how can you be someone and not be like the fuck
1: you say god right okay so here's here's a, some additional explanation here you are to undergo circumcision and it will be the sign of the covenant between you and me uh so here's here here's my first issue. Why, why is this a sign? It's like, okay, so in order to prove that you're one of God's chosen people, you got to cut a piece of your dick off. All right. And for your, if you go to a town and somebody looks at you and is like, are you one of God's chosen people? Then you're like, yes, yes, I am. Whip your dick out. Is that what happens? It's like, it's like, excuse me, do you belong here? Can I see your passport? Or, you know, in America <laughs> now, if you see a Hispanic, you're supposed to ask them for their papers. Um- <laughs> <laughs> can, you
0: imagine, can you imagine that? <laughs> like you're coming into Ellis Island. It's like, all right, prove yourself. It's like whip out your dick. All right. You can get on through.
1: it's absurd it's i don't even understand how they came up with this i mean obviously god came to abram and told abraham and told him to do it but i mean that's what the story says but legit in real life like let's let's jump into reality here and out of the bible the fuck made people start doing this
0: um i i i don't know um I really don't. I I think that maybe it has something to do with the climate that they were in, and um, you know, with the how how unavailable, like you know, water was, and, and just the cleanliness of people in general. Okay. You know, I think that that might be it because, uh, you know, nowadays, I mean, we we have the ability to keep shit clean. Well, you yeah, and, and 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 take care of stuff. <laughs>
1: well, well, and it says in the devotional section that the act of cutting off the male foreskin is not to, is not to be thought of as merely or even primarily hygienic. So you're right about that, but rather it is a symbol. It is a symbolic ritual that represents concent- consecration and dedication, as well as spiritual purity.
0: Well, you you know what it was uh, used for here in in America. Hmm. It, it, it supposedly it, it kept kids from jerking off.
1: I don't see how.
0: Yeah, I don't either. It didn't stop me, but you know, uh <laughs> that's what that's that's how Christians started doing the whole circumcision thing. You know, and oddly enough, fun fact here, there's actually a portion in Jesus's story where he debates about whether or not Christians are subject to to uh, circumcision. But we get there. Huh? We're going to get there. Well, we will yeah. but uh but like the, the the point that I want to make here is that Jesus couldn't have had that particular conversation at all that's That's one conversation that he just couldn't have had,
1: well, he would have himself been circumcised because Jesus was a jew well, it, not and, but he was a
0: practicing Jew,
1: well, he was a practicing Jew, but also he was Jewish, so we he would have believed that it was a covenant, and it would have never been a question. Well,
0: right. So, there, there, it would. It's obvious that this question came later.
1: Oh yes, of course.
0: So, but, but that's just you know evidence of tampering with the the Christ story. It. it I don't know. Uh, I think it might be in the Gospel of Thomas is where it might be. But, that's not in the King James Bible. Well, no, that's not in the King James Bible. I actually I'm have. Saying,
1: I have it over there on the bookshelf. The Gospel of Thomas. Oh yeah, I
0: do. Uh, I I think that. Uh, I'm I'm wanting to bet that it's in the Gospel of Thomas, but it was written like like it was actually written around the time that the other gospels are written. Right. It just you know that one wasn't included in in the collection because they they didn't like the story. I guess. Well,
1: yes, uh, some of the stories didn't didn't uh, didn't go along with the other the other gospels, and um, there were some things that they didn't want taught in.
0: Yeah, but I'll I'll leave my mythicism aside. I'm taking up way too much time.
1: Okay, so here's here are the rules. Here are the rules for circumcision. All right, for the generations to come, every male among you who is eight days old must be circumcised, including those born in your household or bought with money from a foreigner. Those who are not your offspring. Oh wait, I
0: feel like I feel like that's like the doctor afterwards. Like oh wait. Uh, you didn't have to circumcise him. He was—he didn't meet the criteria. <laughs> my bad.
1: Well, so it says. Then it continues. This is why I was—I was thinking. Anyway, it continues. Whether born in your household or bought with your money, they must be circumcised. My covenant in your flesh is to be an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who has not been circumcised in the flesh will be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, son. Now we gotta cut this off of you.
1: But daddy, I don't want to.
0: Well, we're gonna put you out and you're not gonna be able to come back. Oh uh, that's just emotionally abusive right well, there.
1: Okay, so it happens when they're eight days old, so it's not I'm not I'm not suggesting that there's but there's no emotional abuse there. Um well at this time it, it well, so we'll get we'll get to the, the whole how they do it from that point forward because well, yeah. every born everyone born it's at their eight, their 8 days old it's not really it issue Well no
0: but but you got to think about people that are coming into
1: into it Well true anybody that they buy yes so but I'm talking about the majority the majority it will be born it will be born people it will st- but but yes the people who are there now and this is every male every male so old young middle aged everybody every, every male and so yes, at that point, that's a there's there's a problem. But from everyone born from that point forward, eight days old, you don't really have any kind of emotional abuse. It's just the kid never knows that had it to begin with.
0: No, and they may, they make a big celebratory thing about it now. They do everything. They even have a guillotine or whatever that they chop off the foreskin with. I've seen.
1: <laughs> okay. So for some reason, after God talks about this, uh, this new covenant with the people, God also said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai. Uh, her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will, sh- and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations, kings of peoples will come to her. So, or, sorry, will come from her. I apologize. Will come from her. <laughs> God damn. So, it's, and and if you didn't know, the name Sarai means princess, which kind of ties into what we talked about before, um, and I told you I thought that Sarai might be the daughter of the leader of their community, uh, because it was Heron, and the name was Heron. she was the daughter of Heron. the name, the place where they lived was Heron. so I kind of figured, which... Heron's also Abram's father, um, but that's neither here nor there, um, but her name, Sarai, means princess, so anyway, he changed it to Sarah, um, mother of many, so Abram fell face down, oh sorry, this is Genesis 17, 17, Abram fell face down, he laughed and said to himself, will a son be born to a man a hundred years old, will Sarah bear a child at the age of 90? And Abraham said to God if only Ishmael might live under your blessing. So Abram because I mean he's had a son for 13 years Ishmael is Abraham's son he loves him right Then God said yes but your wife Sarah will bear you a son and you will call him Isaac Isaac means he laughs Um and I guess it's because Abraham fell face down laughing because he was so happy. And so he named him Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him and an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. So Isaac is going to be the, Isaac is going to be the guy. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you and I will surely bless him. I will make him fruitful and will greatly increase his numbers he will be the father of 12 rulers and i will make him into a great nation but my covenant i will establish with isaac whom sarah will sarah will bear to you by this time next year when he had finished speaking with abraham abraham god went up from him i don't really know what that means
0: uh, that means he just went back to heaven oh, you know okay. he was da- he was just visiting Yeah, you know, on Earth he just took a stroll and was like, "Yeah, you're gonna have a kid."
1: (laughs) So, Genesis chapter seventeen verses twenty three through twenty seven. On that very day, Abraham took his son Ishmael and all those born in his household or bought with his money, every male in his household, and circumcised them as God told him.
0: God damn savage as
1: fuck. Yeah. So here's what I wrote with my Jesus pen. Are you ready for this? And on that day. He cut everyone's dick skin off and made a necklace.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine Abraham walking around all proud like, yeah, don't fuck with me. I'll cut your dick skin off. (laughs) Also,
1: how do you explain this to people? Like, how do you explain this? Because here's the deal. It's not like he's just dealing with children where he's like, I'm going to hold you down. I'm going to cut your dick skin off and there's nothing you can do about it because I'm bigger than you. Like, all of the men. So men his age, men younger than him. He... How does he get people to do this and agree? Oh, okay, you want to cut what? (laughs) Okay, that's cool. Like I'm good with that. I
0: just imagine like this whole event taking place. It's like, all right, everybody line up, whip your dick out. (laughs) Look, I don't like this neither, but (laughs) yeah, I need I need to touch your dick, okay? (laughs) And I need to I'll cut it off and we'll wrap it up with some with with some stuff.
1: Also, here's the weird twisted part. I mean, (laughs) this whole thing is weird and twisted. Abraham circumcised himself because he's the only one who knew how to do it. He's the only one who knew what he needed to do because God told him, not somebody else. So Abraham was 99 years old when he was circumcised. His son Ishmael was 13. Abraham and his son Ishmael were both circumcised on that same day, and every male in Abraham's household, including those born in his house or bought from a foreigner, was circumcised with them.
0: That's one big goddamn house.
1: I just, I'm still confused how anybody would be like, yeah, this sounds like a good plan. I'm cool.
0: (laughs) I'm game. Let's go.
1: (laughs) I mean, to me, seriously, to me, it's like I wake up and I'm like, John john i had this totally fucked up dream and this guy said whatever i mean whatever crazy random thing and then and i'm like let's go do that and you're like okay cool like no like that's craziness that's craziness
0: Mm -hmm. totally is crazy as fuck
1: yes so that's it that's all we have for today we talked about the covenant um of the land, again, the name changing.
0: Oh, shit, we're finishing on time today. Holy fuck.
1: Yeah, we talked about, you know, circumcision and where that comes from. So we've, we've got, gone through all that. So next week, we're going to talk about the appearance of heavenly visitors. We're going to talk about the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, which is a pretty, that's a pretty long, that's a pretty long section. And we're going to talk about um the scheme of Lot's daughters.
0: you mean you mean the scheme to fuck lot (laughs) i don't think that there would have to be much of a scheme there also considering the past it's it's not that out of place for for the father to fuck the daughters no okay
1: so i think it's interesting because they the in in the bible they talk about how the daughters commit incest like it's such a big fucking problem people have been committing incest the entirety of society that's how everybody got there, according to the Bible. So incest has always been a thing, and I don't know why it is such a problem here.
0: Well, it's a problem there because God took his taco shit on Sodom and destroyed it all, and so now incest is bad. You, I know you don't see the logic in it, but trust me, the logic is there. Just believe. Bibble logic? Bibble <laughs> logic. Hashtag Bibble logic.
1: So anyway, that's what we're going to talk about next time. Yeah, I hope that you guys can join us. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is Godless Engineer.
1: And I'm Caitlin. Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. See y'all later. Bye, y'all.